This is the uh, Definition Podcast, right back at you with another episode. I want to apologize first and foremost. I actually had an episode um, really ready to go and posted for you guys, and um, and some people may have heard it. I know I had four people listen to it right, right away um, that was actually uploaded the other night, but I had to pull it down, and um, there was a reason why I did that. I'm going to delay that episode until the right time. So today what I want to do is talk about the fact of accepting one another, accepting your past. Some things in some people's lives we may not be ready to hear or deal with or accept. Some things if you're especially when you're in love with, when you're in love with someone, especially when you have your mind and your heart invested in a person, it makes it hard to accept every aspect of their life. Now, don't get me wrong everyone. I'm sure people are listening and saying, well, if you love somebody, then you should accept everything. They should accept all my flaws, every single thing. Well, that's sometimes that's easier said than done. In some aspects, people just are not, are not ready to accept that someone's past may be best served to help someone in the present. Sometimes we can hear someone's uh, stories and judge them as a person based upon their stories or their past. Now, what is real love? True love, unconditional love, is accepting every single person as a whole. Sometimes we don't agree with what a person's been through. We don't agree with some of the choices they made. But when you love someone, to the sense of the emotional aspect of love... You accept flaws and all. And I'm not talking about facial flaws or body flaws or things like that. I'm talking about the, the, the things that people cannot see. And then once you know that background, if you choose to accept it, maybe you might be embarrassed by that person sharing it with someone else that could best be served in the present. For example... People have heard many stories or they found stories of celebrities and the, their, their journeys and where they came from and the things that they ha- that happened to them in life. And it's been publicized many times about certain ones that choose not to speak about their, their past anymore, but people, it's well documented. And really, it serves a purpose for the people who are actually reading, watching, or even hearing about this particular story. Because sometimes a journey can really help someone else in their growth. Sometimes we can really learn from others. See, when I was raised, I was raised as, as the oldest child and I was raised to be a leader. But the one aspect of me that was really a good part of me that I felt, well, I, I wouldn't say me, but a lot of people felt was really good about me is that I was an observer. I observed people from afar. People within my circle, people from far away, people just observing people, not to the point of criticizing them, as people say that the whole people watching thing. No, not not in that aspect, but instead, it's an aspect of learning what not to do or how to do better. For example, you guys all know that I have a biological father and a stepfather. My biological father was a person that was not part of my life for the most part of my life. I knew him. He was in and out, came to visit, whatever. But really, a person of the way he is, I learned that even though he wasn't around for me, I learned that 
I could be in a, a better person, a better version of what he is, okay? And I'm saying like this, because without me detailing everything about his life, I felt like I could be a better husband than him. I felt like I could be a better man than him. My mother really tried her best to, you know, hold on to some aspects of him that was, was really good and try to instill that in me. And when I observed it, there were some, some things about him that I liked, but there was a lot of things I didn't want to be a part of or not be have a part of me. My dad, my stepfather, same way. My dad was a great friend and a good, a good dad, okay? But he was not the greatest husband either. And he did a lot of things to himself that was, was really in contradiction to how he was raising us. So I felt like I didn't want to be that kind of guy where I couldn't be the example. I didn't want to be that guy who says, do as I say, not as I do. I want to be that example. I wanted my children and my family to open up to me. And as a man, I want anybody to approach me and just talk to me. And then, you know, in the way I speak, there's a lot of aspects. So I learned a lot from watching my parents, watching my, even my mom. So even, I'm talking about parents, I'm touched parents now. My mom, I love my mother to death. And then people ask those questions when you're a kid, who is your greatest hero ever? And people talk about these celebrities or they talk about these other, you know, war heroes or whatever. I say my mom. And the reason why is because my mother sacrificed a lot for us. But there's certain aspects of my mother that I felt I could be better than her. Which, honestly, speaking to my mother about that, she didn't have a problem with me looking at it that way and wanting to be better. She actually was glad that I saw something that I want to be better at instead of how she she went about things. Of course, there's some things that we just learn that just stays within us and it stays ingrained in us. But there are things that we can break there are aspects of our lives or cycles we can actually break. I broke the cycle with my biological father. And just recently on a phone call with him, because he's still alive, with a phone call with him, he actually felt the need to tell me that I broke the cycle. The cycle that he set forth. I was a man who was dedicated to my wife. I was a man who raised a family. I wasn't a man running around being a rolling stone like he was or like my grandfather was. Right? I made mistakes. I learned from it because I'm not a perfect man. But that was the key for me, just to learn. And for him to say that to me, to explain that I was a person who, who, who actually done a better job in my life. Someone who grew. That was the thing that I just decided that it, was, it, was, it just put a smile on my face to say that, to, to even think and hear that from him. To know that I just I consciously decided to break that cycle. My mother, she tells me how how really proud she is of me. Why? Because of the things that I've been through and how I was able to get out of it. Now, I'm going to share a quick story of some stuff my mother found out about me. Now, this is going to be about stop really stop judging people really about their pasts. When I was 17. I got into some trouble. I went ahead and committed. I went ahead and stole some money from my job at the time when I was 17 years old. And it was like days before I was graduating high school. I got caught, got arrested, was afraid to tell my mother. Of course, I got fired from my job, obviously. 
But fortunately for me, I was over the state lines in New Hampshire, where at 17 years old, you looked at as a juvenile. Instead, the, you know, the judge felt like I, I never committed a crime before, so they went ahead and asked for retribution. So I had to pay the money back. Okay, did I tell my mother? No. She didn't find out till years later. Okay, when I told her, and this is years later, I was well in my 20s when I told her, she was still upset, heartbroken. But she didn't judge me for that because at that particular time when I told her, I was a different person. I grew. I learned. I never did stuff like that anymore. Right? I did things. I made mistakes. And I've done, I've done other worse things. Okay, so people who know me, my family members who are close to me, would tell you of the things that I used to be. Again, it's called that phrase there, used to be. We have to accept that. Whatever it is about a person that they've been through, what they've gone through, this is what they used to be. This is not who they are now. So so what if someone's going to go ahead and, and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Who cares? You're going to be a little embarrassed. Big deal. It happens. Stuff happens. Life happens. The key is you get past that. And you grow from that. Now, if I was the same person that I was back then, it'd be pretty sad if I'm like, here I am, my age, a husband and a father, my age, and still doing the same stuff I did in my teens, or doing the same stuff I did in my 20s, or even in my 30s. Matter of fact, we should always keep maturing, always keep growing, always keep moving, a boxer would tell you in their training, you got to keep the, foot, the feet moving, keep the feet moving, keep the feet moving. Doesn't matter. You jab, uppercut, you got to keep moving, keep moving. It doesn't matter. To use the analogy, that's the way to survive. You keep moving. If you keep moving, keep growing, keep progressing, that is the key to anyone. So who are you and who, who am I to judge where a person's been as long as where they are now is far from what they used to be, especially in a positive way. If they're not positively moving forward, instead of going backwards and, 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 and digressing or, or falling back, we shouldn't say anything. Nothing. And I talked about these in my episode, uh, opinions about people's opinions. Talking about these types of things. We all have opinions, but we need to really focus on each other's growth. If if I was a man who held back everything that I've been through, if I do that, how am I helping another person? This show here in the definition is a is really about sharing experiences. So yeah, true. The majority of my episodes have to do with me talking. The majority of my episodes have to do with me sharing my own little stories. And sure, most of them is, is kind of a build-up, right? So most of my stories maybe seem a little juvenile. Some, some of my stories were about my past when I was a kid. But I talk about things that can affect you as a person and how I was able to go ahead and move forward. And the reasons why I share these stories is not for amusement particularly, it's to help ones who listen to grow. If they're going through something similar, they can look in the mirror and see for themselves. I'm holding up that mirror verbally to you through an audio uh, um, file 
of you for you to go ahead and look at yourself deeply and seriously and see how you can grow. If you're going through similar situations that I went through or you have deep-seated issues that I had, you can, you can actually acknowledge those things, identify and acknowledge those things and move forward. Grow from that. Get better. I spoke to, to my wife's cousin um, over in San Francisco. He was complimenting me on the, on the shows and, and, and he felt the need to tell me that there were some similarities to the things that I shared that he went through as well. Now, those are the things that I want to hear. Those are the things that should be said. Not, hey, I heard this podcast and I'm upset that you brought this up. You're probably sitting here thinking, is he speaking to a specific person? No, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not calling anyone in particular out. I just feel like this is a, a ringing issue throughout. When someone wants to share something of their past, we automatically generalize them. Why? Who are we? Are you perfect? You ever heard that that saying, those who live in glass houses should never throw stones? Why do you think so? Why do you think that's even an analogy? If you live in glass houses, do you not think that your house could be shattered just as much? Think about what you do and what you say. Everything is not a joke. Everything is not that serious unless someone is actually, unless it's life and death. Especially if you love someone. If you love someone and, and you, you know they had a past, they made mistakes. For example, I want to tell you something. I want to tell everybody this. I'm going to put it out there. And my, my wife's family members are also listening. When I was married the first time, my very first marriage, like I told you, it was a brief marriage. And I did chalk it up and my, ex, my ex-wife my ex actually chalked it up as well as we weren't ready. We were just too young to be married. Well, here's the thing. Part of that, not not the entire thing, but what contributed to the, the demise of that marriage was one, the fact that we were married and then we were long distance. Meaning, we got married, she stayed behind in Virginia, and I went back home to Massachusetts. So how are you supposed to be husband and wife and maintain a marriage if you're apart? Big, that was mistake number one for me, right? And the reason why that happens is because I didn't have, uh, neither of us really had a job to really support a, a marriage, which was which which was really foolish. We got married off of emotion, really. Then when things didn't really connect, when we didn't feel like we can really connect with one another, um, we felt disconnected emotionally. Something happened. Eventually, eventually, I ended up. I ended up meeting someone, talking to someone, not intentionally, this is unintentionally, and then before you know it, committed adultery. I ended up cheating on my wife at the time. Now, it wasn't an affair that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to keep it in the hush. No, it was one of those things where I called her up, my, my wife at the time, and told her what happened. Of course she was heartbroken, but she asked me to go ahead and and end the relationship with that girl, and we'll move on. I'm putting this out there, the reason why is because I'm not a perfect person. These things happened. I was in my early 20s when this happened. Okay, does it define who I am now? So so all of a sudden, am I a cheater? Should my wife, my current wife, look at me and say, you know what, he's eventually going to cheat on me. We've been married almost 10 years now. Would that be fair for our marriage? And really, if someone has that mentality, how much of a chance do you give your marriage for succeeding 
or any relationship for that matter. You're always looking back. You're always looking over your shoulder. There's a saying, those who look back or constantly look at their past are doomed to stay there. You're not looking forward. How about this? If a runner was running in a race and he's running this race and he constantly looks back, is he going to win that race? Is he going to continue to put the enough speed to continue on on the endurance that he needs in order for him to win that race? No. He's going to continue to look back. He can he can stumble, he can get off track, he could do he can slow down whatever it is. You always have to look forward. I am not defined on what I did. I'm defined by what happened and how I learned from it. I am defined in that way and therefore I'm able to help others who have made the same mistakes or about to make the same mistakes. I am me because of those those milestones in my life. They weren't great. But here's the thing. All the heartbreak, all the bad things that happened in my life, because I chose to look forward and move, and move past those mistakes and grow and learn and put them behind me, I've gotten far more blessings or far more... Uh, gains than anything than anything it took me seven years to get over my ex before I was ready to be married again seven years and most of that seven years was me beating myself up for the mistake that I made that she already forgave me for that was the crazy thing she already forgave me for that she didn't hold it over my head but I was holding it over my head you know why she didn't hold it over my head one we were young two she knew it wasn't it wasn't really my my makeup Starting this podcast was something that was uh, very stressful for me because I didn't know if it could be successful or not. Thankfully, Buzzsprout, they are really invested in making me successful, making anyone who joins Buzzsprout successful, getting you onto various platforms, and I'm so grateful for that. The important lesson really to learn is stop judging others based on what what they went through and based upon the mistakes they made. Look at the person that they have become. Look at the person that they have grown to be. Don't let them, don't let anything tear you away from the, from the, the, the blessings or the gains that you, that's, that's, that's ahead of you. That's there for you if you look, if you look forward. There's always something we're not going to like about someone. Even our own mates. But you continue to, to, to be together. You continue to strive. Why sweep things under the rug of the past? Why act like you never went through it? When really what you've been through can connect you with someone else. Now think about this. If you had kids, those who have children, if you made mistakes that can help your children, not in a way, you can't explain it to them in a way that you glorified, like it was the glory days, but explain it in a way that you learned lessons. It wasn't a good thing. And explain why. Help them learn. Help them grow. And that way, they can learn just as much as you are trying to learn to be a better version of you. Thank you for listening.